0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casinos as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Paulina Edmonds. And today on the pod, we have a special guest, Sarah Neal, and she runs an online yoga space that helps skaters manage their anxiety and reframe their relationship with skating through self-care practices, aka yoga. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Paulina. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So for me as a skater, it has been quite the journey to find different types and forms of exercise that best work for me and um, are a form of therapy for me when it comes to self-care. And for a while, it was hiking and cycling, especially during my injury. It was really tough for me to figure out what kinds of exercise worked best during my injury because I couldn't do the normal running and high impact exercises I was used to. So hiking and cycling really helped me. And as I've gone through that phase I'm now currently in more of a phase with a lot of core work, a lot of small weight small weight training and before the pandemic was uh shutting down all of the studios, I actually did go to a few hot yoga classes with my friend, and I really really enjoyed it
1: yeah i um I haven't really done a lot of hot yoga for some reason the the heat didn't didn't really resonate with me, but I have practiced yoga gosh i mean it Years ago, I started and kind of dabbled in it, but I have been practicing regularly since I guess two thousand thirteen um, and then I finished my two hundred hour certification last year but I think the the great thing about yoga is that it can work for anyone you know you can you can have a higher impact practice or you can have a super gentle practice when you're recovering from from an injury or when you're just tired or if you just aren't feeling it you know there's there's a a type of practice that anyone can do you know i always like to say the only thing you have to do to practice yoga is breathe i think there's a lot of misconceptions out there you know particularly in the skating community people think oh it's just for teaching hyper flexibility but that's not not really um the case and that's not not the yoga that i like to you know have for my skaters
0: yeah. So what kind of yoga forms do you practice with your skaters? Let's, let's talk about breath work.
1: <laughs> you know, because of the community that I'm trying to create, I'm not really using yoga as a, you know, as a form of off ice training. I'm using it as more of a whole body approach to uh, having an off ice activity and a thing that, in, in and in a community that will help engage the mind and the spirit with the body. Right. Um, so we just do a general Hatha practice. Some practices are more intense than others. Some are pretty simple. Some practices I do, we never get up off the mat. <laughs> you know, it just depends on, on um, what the theme is for the month. And it depends on what I'm kind of hearing from the people in the class, what they're wanting to do. Um, but I like to, like I said, focus on breath work, meditation, and, and then the asana practice.
0: So what kinds of things do you bring up during meditation specifically that can help skaters who are feeling anxious because of skating or super stressed out uh, because of whatever's happening on the ice or at home just in general?
1: Yeah, well, the first thing that I teach is just a simple technique called coherent breathing, which is basically just counting your breaths right, and trying to get the inhale and the exhale to be even or maybe have the exhale be one count longer than the inhale. And that's the first place really to start. And then beyond that, another simple thing that I like to do is is give them an, an affirmation, which we all, you know, skaters always know what mantras or affirmations are. So you can pick whatever kind of affirmation resonates with you at that moment. It could be something as simple as, you know, I am enough. Or it could be, you know, I believe in my capabilities any kind of affirmation that will resonate with that particular skater. Uh, for the month of January, I kind of picked a, a special word of, of purpose. And so the um, affirmation I kind of have for the month of January for my for the students in my yoga community is that the universe supports me in my higher path and purpose. So it's really just any kind of affirmation that cool. that will resonate. With the practitioner.
0: Yeah, that sounds really, really helpful. In particular, uh, I know just from my own skating experiences, when I would get super stressed out, I think doing forms of meditation and having that kind of word that like brings you back. So if it's purpose, right, that's something that can be universally applied like at any point during your day too. It doesn't need to just be during yoga. uh, And But I think like the feelings that you get while you're doing yoga, like that's what carries with you later in the day. If you're just you know doing something and you're like, oh, purpose floods you, you know. So absolutely. And then you know the thing about yoga that's so powerful
1: is that I mean you have you have centuries of practice essentially, and 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 you know the practice is you know almost it's almost two thousand years old, really. So you have all this wisdom within this system and it's designed to access the nervous system. And that's why for most people yoga is more powerful than just say any other kind of exercise. Like I can go for a run, I can go for a bike ride, and that's amazing for the body and for the, and for the spirit and the endorphins that it releases and also helps release the stress hormones. But yoga goes a little deeper because it, the, the way that we access the breath and the, the way that the postures work with the breath actually accesses the nervous system, which is designed to balance out the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system, particularly in the modern society and in a sport like skating, where in a, a wrong environment, every day can put you in a fight or flight mindset, right? We don't want to train that way, but some places... Mm-hmm. There's a really high stress, right? So, when you are always in a fight or flight moment, right? Or like now we're in COVID and we're all super anxious, right? Because there's so much stress. Then we have to do things that will help balance the nervous system, or our body, our body can't can handle it, right? There's a studies out there called surge capacity, which mean that basically if you have your body at its peak stress response for long periods of time that the body responds with illness. And that's scientifically proven, right? And so yoga does things to help the body improve that stress response by accessing the nervous system.
0: So what about uh, like focus and distractions? How can yoga help skaters if they're struggling with their concentration?
1: One of the main things about yoga, right? When we we step on the mat and we start thinking about connecting with our breath and we simplify what we're doing to just thinking about the breath, then that is something you can always return to, right? So when we simplify it that much, there's nothing more simple than than saying I'm going to breathe. <laughs> it's hard, right? When we actually get down to it, it can be hard to slow down our breath and to, and to count our breaths. But If we can train ourselves to do that, then when we're in a stressful situation, you just need to access that moment or that affirmation that we talked about a second ago, right? You access that breath or you access the affirmation and then you can reframe whatever is going on in your mind. There's, um, when I did this research project, um, I looked into a lot of different professional athletes that are practicing yoga. I mean, there are NFL teams that have required yoga practice. There's NHL players that practice tennis players, golfers, LeBron James has raved about yoga. There's a famous quote by him that says that his game changed when he started practicing yoga because it is mental as much as it is physical. Um, So I think that, it's, it can do wonders for the concentration just because it helps you shut everything out.
0: Definitely. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest parts of skating that is the most difficult is the mental concentration because there's honestly so many skaters that can learn physically all of the jumps, all of the elements that are supposed to make them competitive, but there's such a few handful of skaters that can actually go into a competition and hit everything and be able to concentrate and put, you know, their energy into that one line of focus. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's really cool what yoga can help you do if you find yourself struggling with that.
1: Yeah, and I think it can help skaters at any level. I mean, I don't have elite athletes in my program. You know, I have skaters that are working on their gold dance test or skaters that are adult skaters I mean I have a mix of, of levels and I think that that's part of the beauty of it is that it can bring those people together in community but it can also apply to any level I mean, We all need concentration no matter no matter whether you're doing your basic four program or you're taking your your 14 step as a 55 year old you know it's the, the the strategies apply in any area of skating in any area of life
0: really. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely not exclusive to uh, top skaters or top athletes in any shape or form. It's, yeah, it's very applicable to every level, every age. What do you say to somebody who, like me, I would say yoga brings me Zen when I do it. I don't do it super often because I have difficulty being patient. I'm, I'm very much of like a dynamic person and, and yoga can feel a little bit slow for me at times. So I do like it, but I'll, I feel like in class, everything's moving in slow motion and I just want to like do things. So what, what would you say to someone like me to focus on?
1: First of all, I would say that's exactly why you need to do yoga. <laughs> like my, my stepson has ADHD, right? And he says that I keep trying to get him to do it. I get so bored. So I know you get bored, but that's why. You need to practice it because you can learn to slow down your thoughts a little bit, right? But so that's number one. Number two, you might just need to find a teacher that resonates a little better with you. I mean, part of it might be that you have to try out some different styles or different teachers. That's part of why it took me a while to develop a regular practice because I started and I didn't really find a teacher for a long time that I felt like was giving me what I needed, and you know, if you get in the class and and you're starting to feel like you have to move, then just again return to the breath, and and focus on trying to slow down the breath. That's one thing I always do in my practice. Is I, even as we're moving through the postures, it's so easy to let our breath get shallow. And if you can take a moment and pause and go, okay, I'm trying to build this super full breath that's the same length that it was when I was sitting, right? Then then that can kind of help you as well. Instead of racing so much, you can right. kind of just return to that breath and focus on how to do a little visualization of how the breath is coming in and coming out of the body. You might still find it boring sometimes, but some days they're like that, you know, that's the body and the brain are different every single day. Or you can do a shorter practice. I mean, if you don't feel like I'm patient, like you're, not, like you're patient enough to do it on a certain day, just sit and breathe for five minutes. And that's yoga, you know? It doesn't have to be an hour long class for you to incorporate yoga into your life every day. You know, can be sitting and looking at the trees and counting your breath.
0: Yeah, no, it it makes total sense. Also, you don't have to do it every single day. So it it would make sense that you would kind of pick and choose. So we've kind of talked about how yoga can help skaters during their actual careers in skating, um, but how can it help benefit them post competitive career? I know a lot of skaters struggle with the transition. I myself went through both the transition of being off the ice for injury that was really difficult, but also once I decided to you know, step away from competitive skating, it mentally was really difficult for me to accept that the, the strict regimen of my life was going to be over. And Even though it was super exciting, uh, at the same time, it felt super strange. And so uh, particularly like practicing yoga, going to yoga sessions with my friends um, to studios, I I had a weirdly deeper sense of appreciation for yoga than I did when I was skating, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, yoga is a powerful tool at any, any time of life. You know, I think that um, in a perfect world, we would Be practicing yoga regularly before difficult times arise. But that's not how it usually happens. Usually we wait and we start doing yoga when times get really difficult. All you have to do is show up on the mat and breathe, right? And slowly, with some consistency, like if you just keep showing up, just keep doing the work, then you become aware of your body. You become aware of your thoughts. Yoga has a crazy way of helping your thoughts become more clear, things that you weren't able to sort through before, where you might say, I don't know where to begin. You know, it for me, it really helped bring some clarity to some of the things that I that were swimming around in my head that I couldn't figure out. Right. And it can help you shut out everything that's external, that's that's outside of your head. So you're in the moment, just breathing and you can it just brings some incredible clarity. And then once you have a little bit of clarity, then you can start to see maybe what the next step should be, even if it's just the step for that day or the step for the next week, right? It's an ongoing process, obviously. I mean, we're all doing that the rest of our lives, but when you're going through a really tough time, I find that that it's really, really helpful. It's actually in um the Yoga Sutras, it actually that's one of the, the main points of some of the Yoga Sutras where they say that yoga is designed to help you through those difficult times, right? Because you put yourself in these difficult postures and you're practicing breathing through them. And that's just like breathing through the ups and downs of life.
0: It's, it's amazing the kind of way that your mind can regroup or rewire, reformulate by letting yourself just sit and be present and just, um, yeah, allow it to kind of go with its own flow. There's no need for anything external. It's just, like you said, it's just you and the mat and your breath. So
1: there's just so many distractions in life, you know, especially now with social media and, you know, and there's just stuff coming at us all the time and it's so hard to shut that out. So any few minutes you can give yourself a day to shut that out will help bring you clarity. And then yoga just has the added benefit that you are breathing and connecting your breath with the movement and sometimes you can even say an affirmation while you're doing that so it just fires those neural pathways on a deeper level
0: yeah definitely
1: you know like i said i've been listening to your podcast and your questions about the younger skaters and the quads and is it healthy and social media and all of all of those issues and the importance of an education and and i I think, like you and many others, have been frustrated with some of the trends in the sport because I've seen how it impacts uh, most of the athletes, particularly those skaters who maybe were able to compete juvenile and then either because they were going to school or because they had other activities or because they didn't want to continue down that competitive path, then they just felt completely abandoned by the sport. That's a little bit why I started this journey of this this platform to try to connect people across the country. You know only right now only, only people that I'm working with are people from my from my home area. Most of them are my own skaters, but um, but the 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 intent is to connect people across the country so that they can get to know other skaters sometimes your tribe is not in your own rink for skaters of all levels sometimes being sometimes being at school you might have friends at school but you don't have the same connection that you have with your with your skating friends you know and so i think there's always been that challenge for for skaters as well so if any way to create connection especially now when we're all you know stuck at home with masks and and all that it's will be will helpful so you know we have to just show up and keep doing the work regardless of what the outcome might be right but it's hard in skating mm-hmm. i think because every outing is judged so when you say oh follow your own path or don't worry about those haters or whatever like literally everything you do is judged we're we're in that kind of a sport so it's so it makes it a little bit more challenging and i think that everyone needs some kind of assistance because maybe they're young and it's not hitting them now but it will later right that that dealing with the judgment and the and the negative self talk or the negative other talk is is going to impact anyone i mean everyone so i think that everyone needs some form of mindfulness and maybe it's not yoga maybe it's maybe it's tai chi maybe maybe it's just sitting in nature you know but i think it's important to keep talking and spreading the word about how that can really help people.
0: Yeah, I think kind of what you said there, I think for all athletes at any age and level, it's it's not so much about, you know, like forcing positivity down your throat. I like to talk about positivity a lot because that's something that – um I was learning a lot in college because I took a few science of happiness classes and I I resonated with a lot of the teachings. And so for me, I I also feel like I'm kind of a bubbly person. So I like the whole positive energy train, but you know, it's, it's not about being happy 24 seven or just looking for all the sunshines and rainbows in life. Um, It's, it's having kind of a mental clarity of where you're at and where you're going. And, and that's kind of the biggest part. It's, mindfulness, like you said, I I really like that word. Um, It's something that I feel like sports needs to be teaching or encouraging more in their uh, athlete communities, because at the end of the day, no matter where you get in your sport, you're going to remember the moments with people, with the people in your community, and you're going to remember the lessons that you learn, and uh, the feelings that you got, from specific accomplishments and specific um, setbacks. And so it's really important to build young minds, shape them in um, a present mindset. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't, and I don't think that
1: our structure in the United States necessarily empowers coaches to do that. I mean, how many skating coaches do you know that have a psychology degree? I mean, it, exactly. I mean, so, you know, I've learned a lot about it throughout the years. I mean, just by nature of the sport, and because that's the kind of person that I am, like I want to be as effective with my athletes as I can. And I, you know, have had a lot of students over the years with eating disorders and all kinds of other problems at home and whatever. So so you do as much in, as much searching and researching and learning as you can. But I don't think our structure here really sets us up to be able to do that. And that's, and I think we do the athletes a disservice within that structure. And so I think the, you know, we are skaters and athletes and other sports are forced to go outside of their, of their close knit circle to find the help that they need. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's certainly more effective. I think if coaches are more knowledgeable about those things as well.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone needs to be on the same page, uh, no matter who's kind of in your inner circle or training team. And it's just really important that more and more, um, coaches and parents, uh, in the skating system, the adults that are, you know, directly involved with the kids and kind of helping them on whatever path they get into it, it, there needs to be an equal amount of both, uh, physical training which obviously for sports it's the physical uh, accomplishments that we get but the mental side of it is just as important because whether or not you know you're at a younger level where maybe you never reach the top top but you need to be mentally training and building yourself up so that you have a good mindset from sports that you can carry through into any aspect of your life and the opposite side for the top skaters you know there's a lot of mental issues when it comes to being at the top and so Nourishing that, nourishing that is so important because at the end of the day, sports end, and then where do you go?
1: Right. But there are a lot of you know even parents and coaches that don't know how to apply mindfulness in their own lives. They're maybe not just not as aware of their own feelings or thoughts, you know. And I think that's that's just part of society, and it's something that we need to be doing. better job of as a society and as and like you said as a sport any sport really
0: yeah definitely that's why i'm glad to kind of have this podcast platform um, and be able to share a lot of these topics because um, there needs to be more awareness and exposure on them and i hope whether you're a coach or a parent or a skater listening you can um, gain something from my episodes and particularly this episode. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. That was really good. Yeah. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Please let me know what you think. Subscribe to my channel. Give me a rating. Give me a review follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds and stay tuned for my upcoming episodes. I have some really great interviews planned. I'm super excited about them. So can't wait to talk to you guys next week.